We are back for season two of Girls Games and Gossip. I am so excited for being here. I know Kiana is excited for all new topics in this next season. Now, I want to start off with our first episode of the season with a special guest. Now, this guest has experience in physique training as well as in strength training for women. You're not going to want to miss this. So without further ado, here's the show. Well, hello, girls. I'm so excited for today's episode. We actually have our first guest. And I'm so ex- I'm really excited about this because honestly, I've been kind of watching you for a while. Um, I have a lot of our friends that have been joining you in this uh, at your gym, too. So I'm just really excited to be able to get you on this podcast and talk to the ladies in general, because I know you have tons of experience. Without further ado, I want to introduce you to Chris. How are you awesome. doing? Oh my gosh, I'm doing great. I'm actually excited to be here too. Uh, I think uh, we followed each other for a little while. And yeah, I mean, as far as like small town goes, you know, I think we're both in the same space. So super cool. Super cool to be here. I uh, <laughs> hope I can drop some some nuggets here. So. Cool, cool. Well, Kiana, how are you doing? I know awesome. I'm trying to bring you back in there too. How have you been? It's been a little while. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been good. It's been really hectic and crazy and honestly learning a lot along with training. And uh, yeah, I mean, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today too i know soul has been talking about it for like ever now (laughs) i mean the first guest is big hopefully hopefully i'll bring you guys on mine kind of return the favor yeah no i mean this is going to be a good opportunity for all of us but in true girls gains and gossip fashion right (laughs) we always start out with a tea right we have with a tea for the week what's going on in each of our lives so kiana kind of start out with you what's up what's been the tea today um all right yeah so what's the tea i got like a couple of new jobs going on so it's just been super hectic trying to manage all of my psychological stress going on <laughs> um and then yeah just kind of writing like new programs for a friend she's going to she's gonna go and hike the alps next summer and That's awesome I've, and i've never done hikes before so we're just like i'm trying to get her in the gym now but um but yeah, it's been it's been cool. A lot of my new jobs, a lot of people were asking me like a lot of fitness questions. And it's been cool trying to navigate their perspective and like how they take on things and what they like and don't like and all of that craziness. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty much. Oh, I've also um, probably not the smartest idea for me right now, but I've decided to start just going to try it out. Uh, the small love uh, squat program for a little bit. So I'm on like week three of it. It's small love squat. So he's a, I'm pretty sure Chris, correct me. Like someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's a Russian. He was a Russian coach uh, with Olympic lifting and he has this very intense high frequency squat program, which typically you would program it with, with your one rep max. I only did it with 90%. Actually, I went like even lower, like 87% because I was like, I have too much stress going on and, this is a lot but yeah it's it's been good I like um within a couple of days like the squat form alone is like I feel like it's getting really good so it's it's going to be interesting to see how it works out that's awesome that's awesome yeah Yeah. didn't we talk about that um in a few episodes that you were kind of looking into that now that I'm kind of remembering a little bit Yeah. yeah I've been I've had my eyes on it for a while now and it's always they always have that um, discretion at the beginning like this is not for beginners like you should have been lifting for like at least two to three years 
And I'm like, all right, I'm not there yet, but I'll get there. So I feel like now is a good time. I have a really solid foundation about squats and everything. So I'm going to see how it is. Yeah. Good for you. What about you? What's what's going on with you? Wow. Okay. So since our last episode, I kind of laid down what was going on in my life. But I mean, really, since then, it's been a a blessing. Um, Been really busy with getting uh, definitely getting more clients in. Um, I got some opportunities to possibly do some wellness corporate wellness programming. So I'm kind of in the process of that. And yeah, I mean, it's just it's just been busy, but it's all good busy. And it's stuff that I'm actually like, I want to do and I'm happy to do so stress has been way down. And yeah, I get to do all of this stuff, which I love. So that's kind of that's all I've been doing. Honestly, that's it. <laughs> that's good. You look, look really refreshed too. I know we haven't I seen am. each other in so long. I, <laughs> I know we were like already dying of like stress. We're just like, this is so much. But anyways, <laughs> how about you, Chris? What's going on in your life? How you been? Oh my gosh, I would say kind of kind of where uh, your cousin's at. Honestly, I think uh, most of what I do is kind of surviving in chaos. <laughs> like good chaos. <laughs> I mean, I just think when you or, run, and you know, when you run a um a couple of different companies, you kind of just uh you're you're kind of just like so you kind of live on a schedule. So with that, you kind of I mean, you have the availability to kind of do things like this and create your own schedule, so that's fun. But it's kind of just like once you do it for a long time, you're kind of living in chaos. You kind of try to find the things that bring you a lot more peace. So that's kind of been on the agenda lately. I've like definitely dumbed down my schedule and kind of like. I think I, so I, I recently competed, like, I want to say like four months ago. So after that experience, like, I really was like, okay, like my stress is like significantly high, obviously being like in a deep, 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 deep deficit for like, and surviving like a zombie for like a month. Oh, um, dude, that's crazy. After that, uh, it was like no carbs for an entire month. Um, like seven, like seven, uh, I think within a month I did like over 200 hours of cardio. It was insane. Dude. Like, wow. Uh, and yeah, actually, like after prep, I had a, a small, I want to say a tear in my uh, in my calf. Didn't need anything. It was just like, it was crazy. Like my, my ankle, like, because I gained 20 pounds in the span of nine days after the show. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my ankle was so inflamed. I've never had anything like that. And I was like sending like videos to my coach. Like, yo, what's going on? He's like, yeah, definitely back track way hard on carbs and I was like all right cool and then uh didn't go away it took me about eight weeks to recover I didn't train wow. legs train legs for like seven weeks and wow like, that's intense wow. and then he sent it to his coach because his coach is like he's like the wizard like he's got a like a degree in like biochemistry like he knows everything you could know about any kind of com- competition and he's just like a brainiac um, so he sent it to him and he was like, yeah, he's probably got some kind of, um, tear. So tell him to like stay off his feet. So going through that, I had to like learn like, okay, like I need to backtrack on stress a little bit. So that's kind of when we're, where we're at right now. That's awesome. How did you do in the competitions? That was a lot of fun. Wow. That's, that's a good story. Um, but I got first call out. So basically like there's first call out, second call outs, third call outs. First call outs is like, you're the top 10 out of like the 40 people that competed. So that was good. So good. Congrats. I, yeah. That's awesome. I knew for sure that I wasn't going to win um, <laughs> without a doubt, just because of that Miami show. Like it's basically a nationally qualified show. And also that show, like people come like, um, outside of the United States. So it's like one of the shows that like accepts visas and stuff. So like most of the people that competed and got 
top five, like they didn't even speak any English. Like they didn't, they didn't care about the experience. They were like, yeah, we're coming to win. So yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that is such a cool experience though. You get to see people from all over the world. I mean, you, you see the process, you obviously know what they go through. So, you know, you can kind of, you relate on that deeper level and understand, you know. I think uh, it was really honestly an eye-opening experience because like you go to that and like outside view, you think like, oh man, these guys are in shape. Even the girls too, like ever, like the girls absolutely look insane. I was like, wow, I didn't want to talk to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, keep your head down, don't look. <laughs> Um, but honestly, like I had no any extra energy, but um, honestly, the camaraderie was just so natural. I mean, you, you think about it, you're all like-minded, you all are on absolutely zero carbs, you all just went through like crazy amount of stress and, and cardio and training and uh, absolutely zero social life. So like the conversation is yeah. like easiest I've ever had. And after experiencing that, you're like, wow, like the community it's actually insane. So you're like, wow, like, I kind of want to do this again. Yeah, I think that that becomes like that. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. And I think it's it's almost like addicting. It's like, okay, I don't want to go through all of that. But I the experience is just is so rich that you just you want to do it again. Absolutely. I think it, it's definitely like it was definitely a drug for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a natural drug. And, uh, you, you know, you think like you wouldn't be that kind of person to step on stage because you have uh, your individual routine. So like you go out like you're half naked, you're fully tanned and then you go out and you pose in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. But, you know, in that moment, like you go out there and you're like, wow, like, you know what? This is actually a lot of fun. You kind of like your alter ego, whatever that is, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just become another person. <laughs> kind of, I mean, it's funny to say, but it's kind of, it's literally like a beauty pageant, but just with muscles. Hey, I'm okay Were with you that. planning like on that. doing a show for a while? Just out of the blue, you're like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> other um, is actually an IFB pro. So he's a pro. He's got a couple of like, nine ten shows under his belt so he competed and for me uh, i'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later too but um it really just when i first created my gym um i tried to compete then the hurricane hit and it kind of like uh took my gym out for a while so i had to find locations so i was down no business uh losing a lot of things each day uh and then i was like yeah this is too stressful i'm not gonna be able to compete so i kind of like failed um you know it is what it is and then i was training at another gym so i failed and so once i got back into my you know new facility and then i was like you know what i don't want to feel like a failure like the job was undone so i kind of was like you know what we're just gonna do this so i had texted him you know my coach which is also my brother um i was like yo it's getting done like let's do this he's like you sure i'm like nope i'm a thousand percent sure like it's done like what do i gotta do and then uh, i just kind of purchased the tickets and then got after it that's wow. awesome that's awesome yeah <laughs> we're just like dang that's awesome we talk yeah. about it sometimes too like i've talked about oh maybe i'll do something like that but i honestly i don't know <laughs> i'm just like i i have thought about powerlifting i was like maybe powerlifting i'll definitely get into but we'll see we'll see how that works <laughs> uh I mean, it's 24 weeks. Like, I would say um, there's a lot of, uh, for me, it kind of came naturally. Like, I, you know, backstage, just talking to a lot of guys. They're like, man, this was hard and this was hard. I'm like, brother, no, this was the easiest thing I ever had to deal with. But um, the closer you wow. get to the mindset that comes with it, that's where it's difficult. Because, um, you know, you think like the last month out, you're on zero carbs, no carbs. 
no carbs. So you think about social life, you know, if you have important people in your life, um, you know, kids, uh, any kind of relationships that are important that demand time, you don't have the space for them. You don't have the time and, uh, you try to, but in reality, you know, you have zero energy. And then, uh, you talk about commitment, like you're living in the gym, <laughs> you know, potentially wow. to like you're posing, uh, the food is very extreme. So what comes with that is, uh, you, any insecurities you ever had, like they'll come up because your body's going to change. So it's like one day you're having the best day ever. And then the very next day, it's like, you're like, I don't know if I'm ready. And then the next day you have a great workout and you're like, wow, I look the best I've ever had. So it's, it's so different. And then you have to battle that and you, you know, still do life. I think the hardest part of the entire prep was coaching women, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of attention and a lot of attention to details. And I had nothing. Yeah. Um, Oh, so they were like, yeah, like what's going on? I'm like, honestly, I fair warned everyone. I'm like, when I have no carbs, I am not going to be present. You guys are going to have a great workout, but that's it. <laughs> I'm just going to not be. I'm mentally <laughs> somewhere the, else. The clients that um, weren't very committed. Um, I don't think I said one word in the entire workout because I just had zero energy. Like if I spoke, like it was bad. So like it was a great workout, but not one word was said. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. Again, like you've you've had to commit a lot of time to that, and sometimes other things do get put in the back burner. So, man, that's that's intense, dude. That's intense. <laughs> but awesome. Thank you for sharing that because I I think that's really interesting for people that are interested or even considering anything like that. What the expectations are? What are the commitments that you have to apply to that? I think that's uh, that's huge for people to understand and just know, you know, firsthand for sure from somebody else that's gone through it. You know, what kind of things you do sacrifice? So, did you keep up? Did you have a chance to watch the Olympia at all, or did you have yeah. any like surprises with that? I'm like, yeah, uh, I did. I think it's, I think it's just incredible. I mean, you see those people, and um, obviously they're on every single. Comp- or that's at the pro level like they're on steroids it's it's cool whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> super impressive um even you know of all you know male and female i think the females are just honestly on another level like it's insane to see like how much muscle they can have while also just represent it in such like a feminine like beautiful way um so it's crazy like those wellness girls I don't know. I, I don't think the bodybuilding girls, I mean, it's impressive, but that look is not it. But the wellness girls and the bikini girls, it's it's super impressive. Um, because I've seen yeah. stage and it's still just super impressive. Olympia, yeah, it's 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 super cool to see all of them. I'm definitely a fan of that for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping to compete next year at some point, but we'll see. <laughs> uh you know, if the biggest thing uh, if you have the passion and you're already training, like recurring, like, uh, I tell people all the time, like I've had people tell me, Oh, like, I want to compete. Like you did it. Like, I'm like, no, like you're not going to be able to do it. It's positive and, and <laughs> me, but I'm like in 10 years on one hand, I couldn't count how many days I missed the gym. So it's like, for me, the training and stuff like that, like that, like I'd rather die than miss the gym. Like going to the gym for me is like brushing your teeth. So like, 
if you have that and you have the passion, you it's going to be easy for you to compete. Everything else that comes with it is the dieting and the right coaching, the right support, um, the people around you. That's what matters because when you're on zero carbs and you're struggling, you have no energy. So the people around you, the people important to you and the coach and you know who you have will dictate how well you perform and show up. And also the knowledge of the coach. Like um, I remember one guy backstage, we were talking and um, his coach just obviously like was not a pro. Um, and in that space, it's just like mm-hmm. collegiate athlete. Like you wouldn't, you're not going to get to the collegiate level at D1 school without really good coaching. Um, so he was asking me questions. I'm like, bro, I don't know. My coach is a pro. This is what I'm doing. And like, um, I helped him out towards the end of the show. He's like, yo, bro, like you made my experience. Like it was great. Like, um, you know, before you go on the show, you're, everyone's eating rice, rice cakes and uh, putting salt on it and peanut butter. And it sounds gross, but in the moment I'm like, this is like donuts for me. So I'll just, yeah, like Kevin. <laughs> go like, should I be eating those? And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like that's what I was told to do. So, uh, it's like, yeah, you're supposed to do like four, you know, peanut butter on everyone and, uh, you know, salt right before you go on stage as you're like, um, mm-hmm. pumped up. Yeah. Oh Yeah. So, yeah, because oh it just makes you look. Yeah, it makes you like all that fluid just goes right into your into your muscles. Because you have nothing. I mean, that the day of only have eight ounces of water. That's it. Yeah. So you're like, you're just nothing. I mean, you're everyone is two percent body fat. Like you're on the extreme side. Like, yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so, yeah, that's intense, man. I mean, we could probably talk about this stuff like all day, <laughs> but it's awesome. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Kiana, I mean, <laughs> Kiana's like taking everything in, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, every time I talk to someone who's done on the show, I'm like, I need, I need more information because of what am I getting myself into? But yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Did it, did it change any perspective? Because I mean, with you being a coach, did it change any perspective as far as like how you coach your Big time. the woman that you coach? Yeah. Yeah. I think it changed my entire uh personality. Like I think uh after the show, um I went through I wouldn't say like a depression, but I went through a period where, you know, you're so obsessed over that task and like you're so like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So during that period of that time I was so on with everything because I have no I had no extra time to do anything so like I was making the most income I ever made uh all my clients were taken care of and everything was just so good you know training at 4 a.m every single day um so when I got off show there was it kind of just stopped everything just stopped um and I think at the time like I had just gotten out of relationship too so there was a lot of changes that had happened um so everything just kind of stopped and then I kind of had the realization of where like wow everything was like a thousand miles per hour like surviving in chaos and then now I have this free time um so it kind of changed like how I coached as far as like um time for yourself for sure I didn't really understand that until you go through something like that and then also like how bad do you really want it like that's the thing that like I've always been big on that but then it became really big on that um because like if I could do that and other people could do that, like why can't people have a fraction of that with a fraction of the effort? So it really just came down to like effort and like, you know, people on like weight loss clients, like you really just don't want that. You just don't want it bad enough. Cause it's, if you did 70% of that work, you would have everything you want, but they don't want that enough. So uh, yeah, definitely perspective. <laughs> 
For sure. And also with yourself, like, I think after that, like, you just want people that are more committed. I think after that, like, and even today, like, I had a phone call before this with a client and like, I just don't accept anyone that's not committed. And like, I ask them on phone calls, like three times on phone call, like how committed, like, how bad do you want? Like, what do you want to do? And based upon those questions, like it could determine if I really make you an offer or not. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big point there that you, it's after you start working with people long enough, you start kind of understanding and learning who are the people that actually want to make changes and who are actually making the effort versus who are, who are not. And then at that point, your time becomes very valuable. You know, it's, it's, you know, you start understanding, okay, well, I'm not going to sit here, wait for you for each session and help you with all of this, put my time and effort when you're not putting that effort in, because it it's not, it's not a individual thing. Like you have to work together. That's what coaching is. Like we're, we're here to work together with your clients to help them achieve what they want. You know, it, it does really nothing for you. You're just trying to help guide them through that, but it's, it's a, it's a group effort. <laughs> it's a team effort. And you start understanding people that don't do that. It's, it's a, it's, it's very exhausting too, when you're working. Cause I've had my fair share of people that you work with and you know, it's very exhausting when you're trying to help them coach them, you're helping, helping them problem solve in their life and, you know, make adjustments and changing this. And then for nothing really, because they're not putting the effort. And at that point it affects you as a coach too, because for me, you know, I would, I would feel cra like crap about it. I was like, maybe I'm not doing something right. Maybe I need to change my coaching, uh, you know, way of, of coaching, or maybe I need to, do something, but it really, really wasn't me. It was just them. They just didn't put the effort or didn't want to make the change. And that was a big struggle. And sometimes I still face that, but like you, I've been actually more selective now of who I bring into my coaching area because it's your, your it's your mental effort too and your time and everything. And that's valuable. Yeah. I, I think it's, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, there's kind of just a cycle of coaching. That's yeah. why it's, I think a, a component that no personal training certification like you can't get it unless you have like a mentor or you just have like practical hours upon like over 10,000 hours of working with a lot of clients that like you go through the cycle of exactly that like you're just taking on everybody you're excited you want to help the world and then you come to a point where you're like wow I'm all my hours and they are gone and like what do I have to show for it at the end of the day yeah mm -hmm. I'm nice but like who's really committed so yeah. then you down and you figure out like male female or you know weight loss you know building muscle what kind of client you really want to serve and then you kind of like go through another niche when your clientele is doing good and you're crushing it you love what you do then you got to niche down again and really figure out like who you're trying to serve and like only at that level so it's like yeah you know with me like I coach a lot of women but like how committed are they really trying to be to change and that's like a big one yeah that's awesome so I guess I know we've kind of got into this whole conversation, right, jumped right in there, but I kind of want to know a little bit more about your story. Like, how did you even get into coaching and as a trainer? Like, what it, you know, what, how did this start? How did we get to this point? I guess. Yeah, I would say, uh, man, this started. Uh, so I was born. So out of four brothers, um, I was born the fucked up one, right? Uh, <laughs> meaning like uh, I was born with a genetic disorder that is um, Charcot-Marie-Tooth syndrome. So basically it's a genetic nerve condition. Um, I'd say uh, and uh, basically 
I went, you know, I was trying to keep up with the, the older brothers. I'm, I'm the middle child, the problem child. And I wanted to be super athletic, uh, but I was always super uncoordinated, super, you know, always in it. Um, then I went for a physical one time. Um, they were like, yeah, you know, you might want to get this checked out. So basically like both of your hips um, are kind of like this and I could pop them out and pop them back in. No pain, nothing. Um, that led us down like a year of like seeing a bunch of specialists and I had to get surgery on both hips. So that's where it was like eye opening where like um, it was a 19 hour procedure too. So total reconstructive, like um, body cast from the waist down. And if I never got that surgery by the time when I was 30, like I'd be in a wheelchair for sure. Like the shark armory two syndrome eats away muscle tissue. So after that experience, um, you know, I was told I would never walk again. I would never amount to a normal life. So and that in that moment, there was a lot of confusion um you know as a young kid I was like five years old and I was like uh that's where it developed the mentality that like no one can tell me shit because I know I'm not gonna be in a wheelchair I didn't want to get bullied I don't want to get made fun of it I was confused I wanted to do all these things and I was like nope that's not for me um so within the next year I was out walking and doing my thing and then after that I was like okay like my brothers are working out I need to work out um but then it you know, as much as I wanted to keep up, there were, you know, its own struggles and adversity within that, like how I trained and how I learned, like I failed for like eight years, like two hip surgeries, like two middle hips, like the way I squat, the way you deadlift, like those things, like there were so much imbalances and um, my left leg was open up twice. So there was a lot of nerve damage, even now, like um, I had a leg day last week where I just, there's no con contraction that's occurring. It takes me a lot of warm up sets and um, a lot of hard sets, but also like, and only do like four movements um and that's typically like you never really go over 16 cents anyways but um that's how it really started so basically that started the questions of like okay like i have to do this like if i don't do this like i'm literally gonna shrivel and die um so you talk about like osteoporosis i basically live with that but nerves um so that's a lot of fun there so there's always like an extra like little chip on the shoulder that like uh, I have to work hard on everybody because I will start to fatigue if I miss time. So, and that's really where I competed too, but that's how I got into the gym. Um, how I got into coaching, it kind of just came natural to me. Um, you know, I have videos of me in college um, and in, in high school, I trained, oh my God, probably over 50 people kind of just came natural. I wasn't the biggest person ever. Um, it wasn't until like the last four years that I got like really good size um but i was just a natural leader um and you know <laughs> i think my senior year I, you know everyone was like what do you want to do what do you want to do i was like i'm gonna be a trainer like uh i i was fortunate enough to be blessed with some good friends and so, like i was friends with like the smartest girl in our school like she guaranteed full ride to auburn like super smart girl um you know obviously super christian and i was just like wow like i'm not gonna be as smart as you she's like yo like well just you gotta do things that you enjoy doing and uh, i was like yo this girl is just fucking smart like i was just so uh just attracted to the friendship that we had as far as like this girl's number one in our class like perfect like almost perfect act scores my act scores were bogus um but that's where it kind of started and then i tried school uh you know i did college and then you know just doing a bunch of things um and i was like you know what i had an opportunity to kind of be a tenant and contractor and i was like fuck it let's do it and i kind of just fell in love with it and it came so natural i think when i first started i ended up having more clients and the gym owner at the time and I was like oh this is kind of cool
So that's, that's how we really started. And then, you know, there came its own goals and, you know, things that came about after. And honestly, it all was about opportunity and right time, right places. That's amazing. I didn't know. um, I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. Obviously, this is the first time I'm hearing that. So I think, I mean, I, I commend you for that too, because so many people when they're dealt with a chronic issue or health complication or anything like that, they write off, they just write themselves off right away and just say, okay, well then I guess I'm never going to do anything or amount to anything or move up in my life because of this. So they start identifying themselves with the the problem or the disease or the health condition. And, you know, they don't, they actually almost that's it's like that self what is it self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing like you almost do that to yourself well the self-belief wasn't always there I think fortunate for me like I still fulfilled the goal um I didn't make any sports in middle school but once I got to high school I made a lot of sports and I played them but through those I realized really quickly that I wasn't fast enough and uh you know I think my favorite sport I love basketball so I made the team and I realized really quickly that I thought I was really good (laughs) like I could shoot I was probably one of the best but um, I realized really quickly that I wasn't going to go to college. So I realized really quickly that like, all right, this disorder, uh, I kind of went through exactly what we were talking about as far as like self-belief and, and that. But I was like, you know what? I'm good at other things. Like I would, I was working harder than everybody. I would train the entire team and they'd be like, and then they would be better than me. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm literally training all these cats. <laughs> And they're better than me, but um, it was fun. And then I played soccer too. And that's where, um, honestly, I should have played that. I was pretty good at that. I was a goalkeeper. Uh, and I just had, honestly, just at the time, all my friends were on the soccer team. So I was like, fuck it. Why not play with you guys? <laughs> so uh, I made varsity my first year and I was starting in like the districts and, and you know, the playoffs and stuff. And I was like, wow, I should have played this, but I just had fun with it. But through those experiences, I learned really quickly that like, the self-belief wasn't there. And I know now that my disorder that I had definitely is going to play a role, but how can I still like, act, like this is what I thought at that age. Like how can I still live like a healthy lifestyle? Like I'm not going to be an athlete, but what else can I do? So I really went into training because I was like, I'm good at this. Um, I'm literally teaching how to, people how to do it. And um, I kind of just went all into myself at the time. And, and I was just a attracting like a bunch of people like help me out help me out and I was like I just did it for free for years literally for like eight years I did it for free that's awesome if I had social media back then like the the resume would have been a lot bigger it would have been crazy ladies that is part one of this amazing talk and conversation that we are having with Chris just wait for part two coming up next week if you like the show Please like, subscribe, and if you want to contact us for questions and provide you answers, go to girlsgainsandgossip.gmail.com. Have a great week.